Hey, it's Josh. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you all know that the Vermont Public Spring Membership Drive has arrived. Donations from folks like you make everything we do here possible. If you want to help support our people-powered journalism, be sure to make a donation in any amount by March 16th by going to bravelittlestate.org donate. And as always, thank you for your support. From Vermont Public Radio, this is Brave Little State. I'm Angela Evansy. If you live in Vermont and you're registered to vote, you should have received your general election ballot in the mail by now. You might have questions about this. What are your options for returning it? What should you do if you lose it? And how can you track your ballot to make sure it's received? My colleague Bob Kinzel recently talked to my other colleague, Mitch Wortlieb, about all this, and I want to share their conversation with BLS listeners to make sure you have as much info as possible about voting in this unusual year. So without further ado, here's a little bonus episode. Bob answers questions about voting in Vermont. Thanks to Vita for their support of Brave Little State. Since 1974, Vita has helped Vermont businesses grow and thrive, from agriculture to energy, startups to family companies. Find solutions that fit your business. Visit VEDA.org to start your next chapter today. And Sunset Lake CBD, a farmer-owned business crafting CBD products right here in Vermont. Learn more about their sustainable farming practices, delivery options, and how to support local farmers at sunsetlakecbd.com. Hi, Bob. How you doing? Hey, Mitch. Doing well. Well, let's start talking about these ballots because this is really an extraordinary election year. The state was sending out ballots on a staggered schedule to towns across the state. I'm imagining somebody listening to this, Bob, saying, hey, wait a minute. You said I was supposed to have received my ballot as of today. What if they haven't? What should a voter do? That's a great question. What they should do is contact their town clerk as soon as possible. And by doing that, they can make sure that they are on the town's active voter checklist. If they're on that checklist, they can be sent a new ballot. If they're not on the checklist for some reason, they can find out why, and then they can take the steps that they need to to get on that checklist and be sent a ballot. There are other potential issues over the course of the last two years. A lot of people have moved. Some have passed away. What should a person do if they receive a ballot for somebody who no longer lives at that address or has died? Mitch, this is bound to happen in a fair number of cases. And I asked the Secretary of State's office, and they said the voter, number one, should first contact their town clerk. They will then be given instructions to either return the ballot package to their local town clerk, or in some cases, the town clerk might say, destroy the ballot. Now, if a person has left a change of address form with their local post office, their ballots are not going to be forwarded. So if a person has moved and registered to vote in their new community, that's where their ballot will come from because they would now be on that town's active checklist. Okay, so once a voter actually has a ballot in their hands, what are their options for having it returned to their local town clerk? Basically, there are three options. One, a person could fill out the ballot and mail it back to the town clerk, and all the ballots come with a prepaid return envelope. I know a lot of people have done this already. Two, 
a person could fill it out and then bring it in person to their clerk's office either in the next few weeks or on Election Day itself. Many towns have set up ballot boxes at their offices to make this as simple as possible. And there are some people who really do want to go to the polls on Election Day. And it's important for folks to know that all of the state's polls will be open on Election Day. Now, some open at different times in the morning, but they all must stay open until 7 p.m. So if a person wants to bring their ballot in person to their polling place on Election Day, they have that option as well. Now, some people, Mitch, have said, well, what happens if I lose my ballot? I can't find it. Well, in that case, the voter should go to their town clerk, and this could actually even happen on Election Day itself. Go to the town clerk. You'll be asked to sign a form swearing that you've lost your ballot and you need a new one. So if you lose it and you go in to vote, don't worry, but definitely contact your town clerk. Now, it does seem that there is a really specific process that needs to be followed when somebody votes by mail, as you were just discussing. What exactly has to be done, and what happens if the rules are not followed to the letter? This is really, really important. Inside a ballot package, you will find a ballot and two envelopes. One envelope is for the ballot itself. The second envelope is the prepaid mailer that you put the ballot envelope into. So, After you vote, you put your ballot in the designated ballot envelope. On this envelope, you print your name, you sign the ballot, you date it, and you write down what town you're in, and then you seal that envelope. After you've done this, you put the ballot envelope into that larger prepaid mailer. Now, if you fail to follow these steps, your ballot is not going to be counted. Now, some states actually match the signature on the ballot with the one that they have on file. I've heard of a number of states doing that uh, in the last week or so. Even though signatures can change over time. Right. But this this does not happen in Vermont. There is no matching of signatures. So scribble your name on there and there's nobody at your town clerk's office saying, hey, is that really Bob Kinzel's signature? Vermont does not use that process for verification. Good to know. Bob, we've also heard that some states, I'm not sure if all of them have this, but is there a way to track your ballot kind of like a UPS package once you've mailed it in? Mitch, there absolutely is. There are two ways you can do that. A voter could contact their town clerk directly and confirm that their ballot has been received and will be counted in the coming days. Two, if you want to, you could create a voter page through the Secretary of State's office at MV. My voter page, mvp.vermont.gov. And once the town clerk has acknowledged the receipt of your ballot, it will show up in the system and you can see that it's actually been received. That's VPR's Bob Kinzel. Bob, I think we'll be doing another edition of Ask Bob on issues related to all this voting because there are many questions people have and we've only scratched the surface. But thank you so much for helping us out with this much information today. It's my pleasure, Mitch. That was VPR's senior political reporter, Bob Kinzel, talking to our Morning Edition host, Mitch Wortlieb. Their interview was produced by Sam Gale Rosen. There's lots more information for Vermont voters in VPR's Voter Guide, including the date after which it is too late to mail your ballot back in. That would be October 25th. After that date, you should plan to bring your ballot to your town or city clerk. 
You can find our voter guide as well as a cartoon guide for visual learners at bravelittlestate.org. That's it for now. Brave Little State has support from the VPR Innovation Fund. I'm Angela Evansy. We'll be back soon. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.